Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. that you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number for you to call that's 603-283-6160 and free talk live is brought to you by fork fest happening june 13th through the 16th at rogers campground in the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire Fork Fest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Fork Fest is decentralized, so there is no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, forkfest.party. That's forkfest.party. And I know there are a lot of people up here in New Hampshire that want to make Fork Fest great again, and I'm excited about that. I think um, the alternative to anything that... um, the Free State Project is running is important because I don't like people who, you know, just decide to go crazy with power because they run the calendar or run the freaking pork fest. It's so dumb. Um, with you in the studio tonight, it's me, Bonnie. Jay. And Mark coming to you from Honduras. And we already have a caller on the line. Unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? It's your boy, the evolutionary capitalist. Hey, uh, That's the creepiest noise debunk- you could possibly make. <laughs> I wanted to debunk more uh, free talk lies and uh, challenge Jay. Hey, Jay, man, why do you uh, keep uh, perpetuating that uh, JFK myth with that executive order 11110? You know that uh, executive order, that wasn't him believing in a national currency or trying to issue silver certificates. He was trying to uh, usher in the Federal Reserve note. Did you know that? (laughs) Did he make a statement about it? Oh, I have before. No, no, did JFK? Yeah, well, well, you, well, his only statement about, well, it's in his order, but uh, his only statement about silver is money is in the 1963 economic report where he said uh, silver serves no useful purpose as money, except for coins, but they got rid of that, too, yeah, as soon, after as, he died. As soon as they assassinated him, they got rid of the silver, uh, so there was no more. Um, I think they had a commemorative coin. What, the 1965 is 40% silver, uh, and then... <clears throat> The you know no he more. He started the process, Jay. He started the process to get rid of silver and money. Okay. He's getting rid of um, silver certificates with that order. I'm I'm, I'm not aware that of that, but uh, uh so I, he didn't. Yeah, so, can you let so Jay talk, issue, Skeeter? You're always no, complaining about other people. Uh, I only have a short time, but he didn't issue. No, 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 no. You have three hours every long. Thursday, Skeeter. So he let can, Jay he talk. Talk like when you go ahead, Jay. Anyways, uh, oh, poor Skeeter. He just likes to be annoying. I, I, I kind of wonder. I just I, muted him. Yeah, I am. Um, he annoys the heck out of you. He gets uh, he gets you going. Well, uh, I, I'd like to point out, guys, you can't pay 
for the kind of fan that Skeeter is, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody who's going to call in and challenge and give you the opportunity to, uh, you know, make your point. This, that kind of stuff is ultimately very valuable. So I'm, I'm grateful for Skeeter for calling in. It's just that, yes, we do have to be resp- able to respond. Please go ahead, Jay. So anyways, um, he says that, you know, executive order 11110, you know, and that might even not be the you know, correct thing. I haven't looked at the JFK stuff much in like 20 years because uh, I've just, you know, moved on to bigger and better other things. But the silver certificates that were issued by the Treasury, uh, that was, uh, from what I can tell, a, uh, a JFK thing. You know, these, these bills, uh, every time I've seen one, I've actually got a whole stack of them you know a little one dollar and i got some five dollars and some tens because every time i came across one i just kept it you know my, my whole life because this thing's cool it says will there pay- are ten dollars silver certificates i've only ever seen the ones i'm pretty sure sh- well oh uh, no so it, it i could be wrong on that it might be a ten dollar 1950 note that says will pay to the bear on demand um ten dollars in Lawful currency or something. I'd call that silver. Uh, silver uh, but it doesn't say silver certificate. Uh, you know, I'm gonna ha- and you know, I, I haven't looked at this stack in. I mean, the last time I looked at it was the last time I moved, uh, and I was just like, "Oh, there's my silver certificate." So, okay, I'm going to move them from this safe into this safe because I got a bigger safe. Uh, you can any- believe there's people listening who know exactly what you're talking about. Right, right. So, so uh, I mean, yeah, Skeeter could be right. I, I don't know, um, I, I, but I do believe JFK, uh, you know, based on the research I have done, that he was assassinated essentially for the same reason that they put Ian in jail and the same reason that the money changers uh, got rid of Jesus because he messed with the bankers. Uh, you know, the FBI is running a protection racket for, you know, the pedophile elite and all of Jeffrey Epstein's friends, including the bankers. So when you got guys like Ian who are providing an alternative to the uh, you know the fractional reserve debt slavery system uh, that is uh, choking everybody, whether you participate in taxes or not, just via the interest. Um, and then you have JFK, who was uh, you know very much against uh, the international banking cartel, who expressed being against the uh, Federal Reserve. And I could be wrong. I mean, well, I'm not an expert. Here's the only like if JFK didn't make a statement about it. Here's all we know. This is what. Executive Order 11110 says, it says, by virtue of the authority vested in me by the section of blah, 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 it is ordered as follows, section one, blah, 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 the authority vested in the president by paragraph B of section 43, blah, 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 date 1933 as amended in USC, whatever, to issue silver certificates against any silver bullion, silver or standard silver dollars in the treasury, not then held for redemption of any outstanding silver certificates to prescribe the denominations of such silver certificates and to coin standard silver dollars and subsidiary silver currency for their redemption. So there's more to it, but so far, are you hearing anything, um, Skeeter, that makes you want to make your point? Does that make your point? Or Yeah, that, that so order wasn't issued in a vacuum by itself. It was a response to a previous order he gave just at the same time. So he repealed the Silver Purchase Act first. So what is that? Then he had to issue, What's the Silver Purchase uh, Act? It, it's, it's, the, it's the act that forces kind of the government to kind of make silver certificates and issue like uh and redeem silver as uh you know 
make silvers redeemable. Because silver certificates go all the way back into the 1800s, not because of JFK. So he was getting rid of silver certificates. That's what he was doing. He he repealed the Silver Purchase Act, and then because he repealed the Silver Purchase Act, he uh, he he had to, uh, that the Silver Purchase Act gave the Treasury the power to issue silver certificates. So he destroyed that power, and he had to issue it back to the Treasurer with ex- that executive order just to get rid of the rest of the silver. But anyways, I, I don't even want to talk about bare arms. And that I dispelled that lie, but uh, I was, I'm wondering why you guys you guys give Bear Arms a platform with with his lies. I don't if think you he's lying. Look, like, well, yeah, I mean, I can Peter. Show, I can um, show you as, as far as the platforming thing goes, I've had this conversation up and down the dial. We've had uh, Christopher Cantwell, the crying Nazi, call this show. Hmm. We've had I'd take a call from Jeffrey Dahmer, Tory alive. It doesn't, as far as deplatforming callers, because they may say a thing that is that you consider to be untrue. I, I, I can't know whether something's true or untrue at any given time. And at least look at his. At least look at what he claims. I mean, it's right there for you to look at. You can see the definition of employee in the tax code, and it isn't what he's saying. If you want to pull it up, Title Twenty Six, Section Thirty One, Thirty Four Hundred One C. You can look at it. He omits the word includes. So when you have an inclusion statement, that is not a definition. I can say cars. The term cars includes red cars. That doesn't mean all cars are red. It means it only red cars. We're not limited to. What was that? It, so in, when the word includes is used in definitions, uh, according to all the lawyers, according to the statutory construction manuals that all of my have studied, this this word includes is very important. Includes means only what is no, being I, referenced. I don't think so. Yes. And now, if it says includes but not limited to, then it means includes but not limited to red cars. No, I, I don't think so. Sometimes it's, it's, I don't think so. I don't know the law, but you can see there's an, if you read one paragraph below that section, it defines employee and employer in the same sentence. It's co-defined. You can see it there. It's, it's uh, for the purposes of this chapter, the term employer means person for whom an individual performs or performed any service. But do you know what service is? But do you know what service is? As the employee of such person. So um, the thing about it that I went to Bear Arms um, like in-person talk about this and he isn't not reading the next sentence. This would be a more interesting conversation if Bear Arms was on. Like it's kind of just like no one knows what Skeeter's talking about, but I went to his um, thing, and the thing about it is you're not performing a service, in his opinion, um, uh, with, with his research into the meaning of the words according to the law, if you're just, like, cutting hair, blah, blah, blah. Service means government work is, is what he would tell you. So you, you're, you know, busting of his um, opinion kind of fails there. Plus, this is a hard, like type of show to present something like bear has to present like right. so, so i suggested that it's right there in the code i mean yep the I sentence mean, you said is right there and i just explained to you why it, it doesn't make your point but thank you for the call skeeter so this is a hard um show to 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 like present what bear arms has to say because the problem is you're basically going to just get enough information to get yourself in trouble mm-hmm. because the callers sort of rule the show 
Like I have a friend who wants to uh, call in and or who want who, who says, "Oh, I'd like to go on Free Talk Live and talk about you know what's going on in Argentina." And I'm like, "Well, you might not be able to." because you're going to get callers and you're going to have other calls and there's other show prep going on and you know it's it's free talk live so if the phone's all stacked up with um you know a whole bunch of callers uh and you know and it's entertaining and it's fun mm-hmm. uh you know we're going to take those calls and then if you you know and, and you're probably not gonna be able to talk about it much if i'm on the if i'm on the show because i can derail you know <laughs> about any topic real easy uh but anyways um <clears throat> the uh so I, I suggest that he go on Ernie Hancock's show. Uh, in fact, I got to make that connection happen. But um, the, yeah, it's it's it, just Skeeter definitely. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not even sure. I, I I have less credibility in what he had to say about the JFK stuff after listening to the, the Bear Arms stuff because before even Bear Arms presented this, you know, stuff about the IRS and you know the definitions of the words employee and service and includes. Uh, Christopher Gronsky, uh, DestinationFreedoms.org, uh, I believe is his website. Um, he, for years now, for decades, has been doing um, seminars uh, and classes and he does webinars now. And he's got a whole bunch of videos you like on his website. You can like watch for free. He's got a bunch, you know, that talks about all of these same things. And in fact, bare arms and, you know, Gronsky's like things about the IRS, they all jive. Mm-hmm. They basically, you know, they're giving sort of the same, um, you know, type of information with respect to like, you know, the title 26 or 28 or whatever. It is. But You know, Jay, I just can't accept it. I can't accept that a group of people has near ultimate authority over our lives. And somehow they missed this one little thing where in the law, where they can make certain people pay and not certain people pay. This just seems like good people, law-abiding people, the people that want to do the right thing, trying to find some legal loophole for everything that's going on, when in fact, it's just an organization that if we didn't have the government, they'd be a bunch of mafia dons otherwise, and they'd force you to do a thing. That's what it seems like and, to me. And you could fight them back if they didn't have you know the, the, the sure. faith and forth force of the government i'll tell you when you have a problem with a mafia and you take out a couple of their dudes um they're like oh we're gonna leave him alone Maybe. Um, uh, this is not uh, advice on how to deal with the mafia well <laughs> it, but if you have a problem with the mafia and you prove that you're low-hanging fruit um they're just going to keep taking and taking and taking and taking from you if you try to get violent with any level of government whatsoever whether it's the local dog catcher or get you know, i don't know somebody in a presidential uh you know um you know cabinet whoever it is uh they are going to just rain hellfire on you um of of whatever form whatever capacity because they have unlimited resources because they steal 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 to where the mafia has actually limited resources uh they are not as well funded as you know uh you know as the government so you can't be going and getting violent in retribution with the government i don't recommend anybody do that you shouldn't use use violence whatever but there is definitely peaceful means of straightening the government out uh david jose on uh twitter you guys should check him out his uh, affidavit process is really good and i can tell you from personal experience i've never dealt with the guy well i dealt with him once and what they said to um 
and it was just a, a phone call uh, with, you know, with the IRS because, you know, I don't have a social security number. I don't participate in any of that stuff. And also, I have skills to where I don't need to go, like, get some job somewhere, you know, and, and, and get paid a, you know, quote-unquote wage. I don't need to be an employee. I've never been an employee in my life. Uh, and so, but one customer, uh, Girl Scouts of America, I used to lease them horses and sell them hay and grain. And they were like, oh, we're not going to pay you this. You know, it was like $24,000 or something one year. We're, we're not going to pay you unless you, you know, fill out this 1099 and just that and the other thing. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, here, what information do you want? And they're like, social security number. And I'm like, I don't have one. Have one. And they're like, oh, well, that's a problem. We're not going to pay you. Or we're going to deduct 33% of it. And I says, well. and, uh, and I said, no, no, that, that's not part of a deal. You're now in breach of a contract. I have a contract with you. I provided you a service. I provide you. I go, you know, and I'm like, all right, I'll just take my horses if you're not going to pay me. Like the deal was is they, they, they wanted 90 days to, you know, you know, pay their bill because they're a small nonprofit. This is uh, Connecticut Girl Scouts of America. They had a horseback riding program. M- amazing, awesome program. Uh, I was, uh, I, I felt like I was doing a good thing, you know, working with these people. Uh, and they did a great job. Uh, they built confidence in a lot of young ladies with that riding program and that stuff there. It, it, and it still operates today. It's a great operation. So I was like, well, you guys are in breach of contract. You know, I'm, I guess I'll just load my horses up on my trailer. I'll, I'll be, uh, you know, I'm going to come get them. So I show up there to get the horses. I'm like, I'm taking my horses. They're mine. You haven't paid me for it. And I, and I had contacted the local sheriff. I had talked to him. I says, hey, I need, need your assistance here. These are my horses. They're not paying me. I, I got to go get them. And he's like, oh, that's a bummer. That's a great, great program. My daughter went there last year. She loved the horseback riding program. And um, so the uh, uh, so I, I'm in the office with the accountant. And I said, why don't you just call an IRS agent and someone at the IRS and ask him what to do? Or she threatened to call someone from the IRS. I'm like, call them do it yeah please please do we got to figure this out because I'm, I'm leaving with my horses you're not going to pay me for this and then i'm going to sue you because you know you put me through all this aggravation and uh and so she calls uh talks to an irs agent and he's like oh well you don't have a social security number that's okay he says, um, are you Amish by any chance? I says, I identify as Amish. Sure. Uh, I like the Amish thing. And, you know, she goes, I just, just put old, old, old order Amish where it says social security number and you'll be fine. And, you know, but these accountants, you know, they're like, they, they don't really know anything. They're, they're just, you know, they're just bean counters and they're just like the lawyers and, you know, you most of the also politicians. Got, um, I'm not uh, making like any point that you're wrong or my, Mark's wrong or anything, but you might have also gotten lucky with the IRS agent you got because... Um, a friend of ours who used to be an accountant, he said him and the other accountants in the office would have a question, like, what is the correct way to do this? They would make a game out of every single one of them calling the IRS and asking the IRS the answer and every single one of them getting a different answer. So, so this particular IRS agent that, that this accountant called was a friend. Oh. The, they had a relationship. Hmm. And and the IRS agent was like really thought that like you know the the, the horseback riding program and all this stuff was he was a really nice guy yeah he, he wanted like, yeah, to make it just, a way for just, it to work out just put old order Amish that that's what we we see this all the time it's not a big deal yeah go ahead pay the man you're fine you're not you know the accountant was worried that she was gonna you know uh, you know her concern for herself due to her she was ignorant of the situation she was like oh if i pay you just twenty four thousand dollars i'm gonna have to give the irs a third of that yep and 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 that's gonna be my mistake and and i don't want to be responsible for you know eight thousand dollars i guess it would be I sort of don't blame her. Yeah. I mean, I was getting annoyed with her about not paying me, uh, but I, I, you know, I was cool about it. I was very polite, you know, I, and, and I yeah. continued to do business with those guys for several years after that. 
doing business in Free Talk Live for 20 years, I can tell you that uh, the people who make the deals are often not the people who pay the deals. (laughs) It is frustrating. Well, it looks like we do have a caller on the line. Let's go to the phones. Ricky in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Thank you there, Miss Bonnie. Yeah, thanks for holding. Yeah. Yeah, Brother Mark, good evening. Hello, Ricky. Well, you know, I was just sitting here before I go into it. I got to tell you, Brother Mark, now you may be grateful that SCSI calls into the show, but I'm most definitely not grateful that I follow him way, way too much. And I will say this, you know, uh, do not only Ricky from the Commonwealth a favor, but also the rest of the members of the Commonwealth stay far the hell away from Pennsylvania. You know what, Swiney? Maybe you might want to consider moving to Honduras. That way you and Mark can hang out all the time. What do you think that, Mark? Well, uh, it's a big country, that's for sure. And I can't promise that I'll be in any one given place at uh, any one given time. There you go. But that being said, I definitely don't want him anywhere near me. He's like a bad dream. He really is. I mean, Scuzzy is scary. I mean, yeah. he's a scary person. It makes you wonder what he does with the rest of his week. Yeah, the it's noises like he makes. Be, it's like he's going to become the next Unabomber or something. Seriously, like the Joker. Know? Oh, he's a comedian, most definitely. But here's why I called in, <laughs> Brother Mark. Now, this, yes. I didn't, I, you know, because I, you know, I kind of got messed up and I didn't get a chance to get to it this past week. But it was the other week. A couple questions for you. Now, hopefully your memory is good. Uh, you mentioned something to the effect of me not being little uh, and that I'm a big man and about sending pictures. Do you remember this? You talk about yourself? I do recall. Uh, I, I recall that uh, to some extent. I also recall you saying that you're a tall man and um, not a svelte one um, in a big leather duster. Which is also yes, making a little more Yeah, impressive. I lost some inch. Okay, that's where you remember it. Yeah, I used to be at five foot eleven and a half, but I lost some height because of my spinal damage. Mm, but sorry, uh, yeah. you said there was pictures sent in. I didn't send them. With us, did somebody else do it? Somebody at some point showed me a picture and said, "This is Ricky from the Commonwealth." I've never seen it. Was it just a headshot with my club masters on? You know, um, this is the memory issue that you're talking about. What I'm even is that? What's the what's the club master? Sunglasses. It's oh. the only ones I look in. You know, Ray Bans. It's the only ones I look good in. Couldn't tell I you. I got to buy a new pair. But the fact of the matter and is, that was Ricky. One. Here's the funny thing about uh, you know doing not doing research is anybody could show me a picture of anybody and say this is Ricky from the Commonwealth, and uh, I would have to believe them. Because how would I? Know? Well, the fact of the matter is, it's really it's really funny because I really want to bring this up. Is I don't know if you remember, I ran for office the first time. It was a learning experience in seventeen. It sounds like the, the um, bumper music is on. So Ricky, if you'll just hold that thought. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you want to get in on the conversation and bring up whatever is on your mind, six zero three two eight three six one six zero. It's free talk live. More coming up. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. 
And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. A landmark Department of Justice report is released into the failings of law enforcement officers who responded to the mass school shooting in Uvalde, Texas in 2022. Failures in leadership, in tactics, in communications, in training, and in preparedness. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland speaking on the 600-page DOJ report that says the shooting could have been stopped sooner. 33 students and three of their teachers were trapped in a room with an active shooter for over an hour as law enforcement officials remained outside. An appeals court decision is a loss for Apple and anyone who ordered a new Apple Watch. While the tech giant has achieved a workaround fix for an earlier U.S. International Trade Commission ban on Apple Watch products, the Alphabet company now has an appeals court ruling that upholds the ban. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Radio? Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream for the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 that's 800-430-1891 we still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
that you control. And 603-283-6160 is the phone number to get in on the conversation with us. That's 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever you want in this last segment of the show. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Jay. Mark Edge. That was Mark. Kind of, it kind of cut you off there. But Mark Edge. Yeah, that sounded better. Um, we do have a caller on the line. We have Ricky from Pennsylvania still on the line with us. Ricky, go ahead and say what you were trying to say in the last segment. Oh, that's all right, Miss Bonnet. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. No, I was just saying to Brother Mark, you know, one of the things that's when I'm saying about running for office again, I tested the waters back in 17, and I had a lot of support then. But one thing that it taught me, it taught me one thing, how easy it is to win. See, now I'm something called organized. I have a campaign manager, the other Ricky, and that with the two records, nothing can be stopped, you know. And the fact of the matter is, you know, I wanted to talk to you about something important, though, Mark. You see, now, when I talked about the other week when I went and got my nails done, see, I wanted to point out to you, I don't know if you were even listening to my call, Mark, because there was five girls in there. Now, there was two workers, a manager, and we had a great conversation. She loved my battle flag and other things we were talking about. Everybody was involved in it. And it was just this one joker woman as she's walking out like these people do. And you know the damnedest thing she said to me? She said to me, beyond the stuff that I said before about, well, you know, the problems is liberals, you know. I mean, being a Jeffersonian, I said, I guess I would be. But I pointed out to her, you know, this is the battle flag, that's right. And why am I wearing it? Because I am going into battle. It's called against the federal government. But you know what she said to me, Mark? This is what I meant about there's something wrong with conservative people. She said, well, here's the thing we got to do. We got to get rid of Pelosi. Well, first of all, Commonwealth's answer is to blow it away. So Pelosi doesn't matter for anything. And anyway, she's no longer Speaker of the House. What the hell is wrong with these people? Whether it be her or Trump or all these other jokers, they're living in the past with Obama and all these other things. Do you hear these things, Mark? Are they in some kind of time warp? Well, I mean, you know, everybody's got their team, and that's... You know, that they're just going to blame all the problems on the other team because that's the way it goes. The fact is, is none of us have any control over what goes on in Washington, D.C., and we never will because it was designed that way. That uh, the whole republic process is a treadmill intended for you to waste your entire life trying to change one little thing. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change one little thing. It's called blowing away the U.S. Constitution, Mark. Now, let me ask you this big question. Now, you're living in Honduras. Now, the question is, would you rather live in Honduras or once Commonwealth is the catalyst to blowing it away and we become the Confederate Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, would you rather be in somewhere like that? I just want the the difficult part that I have is it's very difficult to find a place that's nice to live and has low taxes. The United States has high taxes, and, you know, I'm just not willing to pay them. Mark, I got your answer for you. See, one thing that's fascinating, because, see, now it's the same brother Ian's not around to hear this. You see, this was up the night, and you may remember this, 
show possibly when we had a long show actually and and, and it was I started and it continued on about radio dying basically and there is no more affiliates in northeastern Pennsylvania on radio but the funny thing is is it became very apparent to me that people listen either to the live show on the stream or the podcast version uh, to hear myself or the show in general. Because I do have a following. And I have, uh, uh, going past months, I went to six different locations in two different counties. And there I am with my battle flag. You know, and I get this one. No taxes for you. People know who Ricky from the Commonwealth is. See, here's the answer. You know, this was a big question. What are you going to do about taxes? First of all, you blow it away. It's all gone. Okay, all income tax and payroll tax, all that stuff. You don't need it. Um, you know, the federal government's gone. And as far as the other, and I know this will, will definitely work in Pennsylvania. I pre-canvassed this, and I know Pennsylvania very well. And I have to consider myself the ultimate Pennsylvanian. And this may not work everywhere, but it will in Pennsylvania, because people love to be part of their government, especially like this. You see, to make it official, what we will do, and I think you would find this satisfactory, it's a donation. It's not mandatory, but, but to make it official, we would have a memorandum. I'm figuring maybe 2%. Think about this. It'd be kind of like a, an income tax. It's not a tax. It's a donation. You're not required to pay it. And if you don't have it, you don't have to pay it. Is this something that um, again, someone running it. for your office would be able to implement at all, or just you want to start the conversation? Excuse me? Is this something that someone running for the office you're running for would be able to implement at all, or is it just something you want to bring Absolutely. the conversation see, up that's about? The, see, that's the thing, Miss Bonnet. See, people don't either A, people don't realize, or people are too afraid to utilize the power in a legislative district. See, in Pennsylvania, the legislature is extremely powerful. Why do you think I'm going for that? Because that's how you're going to blow it away. But also, the power in that one seat is immense to those who understand it. But the problem is, like the woman that's in there now, Representative Probst, she's screwing up beyond belief. A good example of this, she's the champion of cannabis, she calls herself. But she's screwing up. I spoke to her personally early on in January. Now, the fact of the matter is she's screwing up because she's making shaded deals with Republicans and already talking about distribution and taxes. Now, I, I, the last time her office is going to hear from me is when she was in uh, Harrisburg a good number of months ago. You and know? you, you and got to talk that, to be, Nikki Haley then? Excuse me? You got to talk to Nikki Haley? This isn't Nikki Haley. This is the woman who's uh, currently in. Oh. This is going to be my would-be opponent if she gets elected. And I'm going to say re-elected because what she's doing is she's screwing up recreational weed for everybody because that's her big campaign promise. And the problem is once you do what she's doing, we've seen it happen before. I said to her office, and this will be the last time I speak to them because they now know who I am. They know who Ricky from the Commonwealth is because I called her out months ago on the show with brother ian you should show up in your battle flag well i um just think that there's not a lot we can say about what ricky is talking about but i do thank you for the call i wasn't sure what to say about like the picture you can always email us a picture of you if you want to make whatever point you're making uh you can email it ian at freetalklive.com 
Yeah. And in thinking about it, my guess is, is that Ricky ran for office. Somebody got a picture of it and then Hmm. it was probably being passed around in like one of the uh, many uh, free talk live rooms like on air now where I don't know how you sign up, Bonnie, but uh, my guess is you go to social.freetalklive.com and there's some instructions there. Yeah, I think it's social.freetalklive.com, but you can also go to the Mastodon now at social.freetalklive.com because our Mastodon was down for a little while and just want to let everybody know that it is back up now, the Mastodon that's at social.freetalklive.com. But this from Al Jazeera says, the U.S. Justice Department says critical failures in the Uvalde school shooting response. So, if you guys remember, there was a school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, at Robb Elementary School, and it was really bad, not just because children dying is bad, but because the cops seemed to bumble as hard as someone could possibly bumble and fumble this. And they waited a very long time before doing anything with the shooter just hold up in a room with the kids they kept prevented parents from going in in there and getting their kids yeah i i think they wanted mass casualties Mm -hmm. to push this agenda i i agree it's crazy and um the article says police failed in their response to the 2022 elementary school shooting in uvalde texas that killed 19 children and two teachers according to a u.s department of justice report The report cited critical failures and faulted law enforcement officers for waiting more than an hour to breach the classroom where the 18-year-old gunman was holed up with students and staff, leaving the children inside to make panicked 911 calls. The victims... Incredible. Yep, it's... It's disgusting. The victims and survivors of the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School deserved better. How can an entire police station behave like this if they're supposed to be brave they're they got these job this job because they're supposed to be brave people they just let all these children die well my guess is is that command um probably gave an order which is don't you dare go in there boys and you stop anybody else from going in there uh or whatever the situation was so that makes Uh, my point that being a mindless automaton is just as immoral as being like somebody who goes up to you and says i think you're fat and ugly i think it's more immoral i think being nice to people's face even stopping on the side of the road and helping them with their horses, but then taking any order that someone gives you that results in children dying is worse than if I told Skeeter he's stupid. Like, people like to act like that's so mean. Well, somebody needs to tell Skeeter, the caller, that he's stupid. And Well, if you wanted to do such a thing, and I don't necessarily recommend it, you could go to chat.lrn.fm. It's chat dot lrn dot fm and uh, that's how you get signed up and i'm told that it's an incredibly based chat yeah i don't know if i'd say that (laughs) the victims and survivors of the mass shooting at rob elementary school deserve better attorney general merrick garland said in in a statement on thursday she's probably part of the same people that gave the orders for them to stand down you know they just like got to go back and clean up their mess and make themselves look good. Yeah, I haven't heard a single defense of the way the Uvalde police acted back in 2022 with that uh, elementary school hostage situation. I have never heard anyone say, well, you know, they got to do this or that. I have never heard one defense. It's all been basically, yeah, can't believe it. And the fact that they stopped dads from going in there armed. And moms. 
Yeah, well, I mean, yes, but I, I yes. Anyway, I can only think about the dads. Um, you know, because my kid was in there, I'd be strapped. I'd go in, and you know, cop telling me no? Are you kidding? They're You're going to shoot somebody down. out here mm-hmm. to stop people from shooting somebody in there? Are you kidding? Yep. So, so I, <clears throat> I'd be curious to what the either Uvalde or the whatever county or the state of Texas division of risk management or division of risk and benefit is how it's worded here in New Hampshire. That's the state agency that pays out settlements. I wonder how many settlements have been paid out by the agency that oversees that particular jurisdiction uh, for, um, you know, the damages uh, for, you know, the the fact that these, you know, kids have gotten slaughtered because, you know, it was in this gun free zone and the people who are supposed to protect them didn't uh, didn't protect them. And I can guarantee you that each one of these payouts comes with a non-disclosure. So like here in New Hampshire, according to. some uh i haven't looked this I'm, I'm going off somebody else's word and i believe it that in like the past decade and this might be the past decade plus a few years number uh that the division of risk and benefit has paid out over 300 million dollars in settlements uh basically uh why would New they Hampshire have to pay cyf settlements well, what would they? What would the cops have to pay for when the Supreme Court has ruled again and again that they have no obligation to protect you? Well, so this is like, uh, uh, well, because they'll just settle it for the people to shut up about it. They may, uh, uh, um, and, and, you know, and, if, if they settle it and it has a non-disclosure, I guess there's no way for us to know. Right. But I think it's worth people knowing that the police have no obligation to protect you if they fail to do their job, if they refuse to do their job, if they, you know, stop you from going in and saving your kid. They have no obligation to protect you. The Supreme Court said so time and again. That's right. It says the report released on Thursday about this situation in Nuvalde, the most comprehensive federal accounting of the police response to the shooting, identifies a vast array of problems from failed communication and leadership to inadequate technology and training that federal officials say contributed to the crisis lasting far longer than it should have. So I wonder what it means by failed communication and leadership. Like, that's just so vague. It's meant to throw chaff in the air so that the uh, captain or uh, lieutenant or whomever gave the order not to go in doesn't have to get fired. Mm. Yeah, it's called plausible deniability. Mm. The report concluded officers should have immediately breached a classroom to stop the shooting, but instead treated the gunman like a barricaded subject and allowed him to remain in a classroom with victims for more than an hour. The report details the results of the department's critical incident review of the law enforcement response, a review which began days after the shooting at the request of Uvalde's mayor. The police response to the massacre came under intense criticism following reports that law enforcement waited in a hallway for more than an hour while the gunman remained holed up in a classroom and students made panic 911 calls. A U.S. Border Patrol-led tactical team ultimately burst into the classroom and killed the gunman after he had like killed a bunch of kids and teachers. Nineteen. Yeah, and I think two teachers, it said. Mm. A July 2022 report from Texas lawmakers described an atmosphere of chaos at the scene and concluded that law enforcement failed to prioritize saving the lives of innocent victims over their own safety. Go figure. I mean, they're just basically a bunch of glorified cowards, you know, most of these guys. When it comes really down to it, 
they're not going to do anything. Uh, you know, this is why they just assume have the drone or the robot go do the job. I think a lot of these cops, personally, I think a lot of these cops would go in there and they would do something. I, that's that's the why I came up with the explanation that it was a a, a captain. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen these situations. I worked with law enforcement for many years, and my guess is is that they're just following orders because that's what they do. They just follow orders. Um, you know. That the, probably the guy who gave the order wasn't even there. I, I have noticed with some of these cops that are sort of the bad actors, like in a town I grew up with, and we definitely had a handful of cops that I would say were bad actors. And I knew this because I grew up in the town. You know, these guys were sort of my peers growing up, some of them. Mm. And, um, you know, when that badge was on their chest, you know, th- th- you know, they were a tough guy. But when it wasn't, they wouldn't even look at you. You know, they, they, and, and I, I, see, I was on a fire department, Bonzo Fire Department, and there was one guy, he really, really wanted to be a cop. Uh, and he was a private on a fire department. And as soon as he got a lieutenant position on a fire department, that badge went straight to his head, and he became this arrogant a-hole. And in, like, high school, we played football, and this dude in football, like, he was like Rudy. He, like, just didn't have it in him. <laughs> like, he was a senior in high and in, in playing playing on 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 a junior varsity team and the guy tried hard and i'm not picking on him not but he also got like roughed up and you know was he he, small he he got picked he 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 was just kind of a wimp Hmm. Uh, he was a little small but he was but there was there was like my my, one of my other buddies who was you know three inches shorter than him and you know probably 30 pounds lighter than him would just clean his clock Hmm. you know because he was like a rough tough farm kid uh, this is, but this dude on the fire department, he actually wanted to be, become a Palmer cop. And I went right to the chief of police. I'm like, this guy is going to be a liability. Hmm. He, here's Excellent what happened work. with him on the fire department. You don't believe me? Go ask the people on the fire department. And the chief of police, they, they basically denied him being a, a cop on the fire department, on the local police department. Because I was like, he is going to be a problem for you. Hmm. Because this dude got bullied, and he has an axe to grind with anybody, and uh, he ended up becoming a, uh, uh, I believe he became a Connecticut State Trooper. Wow! So he <laughs> yeah. went to a different department. Yeah, basically? well, you know, he went from a Ma- you know Massachusetts uh, in th- to become a Connecticut State Trooper, and uh, you know, he went to the police academy and all this stuff. But yeah, he. It, and, and then there's other guys that like they became a lieutenant on the, on the fire department, and they were just the regular cool dude that they were before they were lieutenant. Oh, like, sure. You know, yep. um, I've seen it go both ways. Well, yeah. My my opinion is is that the vast majority of people who are there are just doing a job. You know, it doesn't go to their head. They're not the bad guys or anything like that. But they will follow orders. And sadly, many of history's greatest uh, crimes have been committed by people who are simply following orders. Yeah, that's for sure. Democide, right? The 120 million people who were executed by government in the past, you know, uh, century. Yeah, that's true. It does look like we have a caller in line, so I'm going to go to David in New Mexico. David, what's in your mind? Lots of stuff, Bonnie. Duh, it's crazy. And and whoever whoever made that lousy trade, Joa for Mark, what happened with that? (laughs) Well, you want Joa back? That was me. Yeah, I'll take you. I'll take you both. I, I want Joe back, but and Mark to to stay. So why don't why don't we do that? Well, um, have four at, people at, on the show. Or are you saying kick me off? We we need no, Bonnie no, to no. Do, you, to push no, the buttons. Stay too. What? We need Bonnie to push the buttons. Bonnie's a. You say you calling Bonnie a button pusher? Does she push her <laughs> buttons? 
She's supposed to few. There's only uh, room for three people on this particular uh, show right now. Oh, baloney. Why do you say that? Because there's three mics. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, and like, uh, the Amazon doesn't exist for 1995. You can get uh, a fourth one. Anyway, now what, I, now what I called about. What? We don't have Ian. Ian's the only one that knows how to do anything in the studio. Oh, that's right. Okay, we're 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 so you, you have to just keep it the same for the next however long it is. Okay, but not not what I caught about called about. I was just joking about that. Um, but uh, earlier in the program, you had a caller talking about Kazaria, and so there's a lot of complicated information, and you're out of time. So let me just leave you with with one simple thing that people, if they're interested, that they might want to look online and do some reading and decide what they think about it. But the term Kazaria, and, and I'll put this in the form of an allegation, historical allegation that happens to be credible. And there was an area, historically speaking, in the, what, 700s, 800s, plus or minus a couple hundred years, uh, over uh, just to the east of Ukraine on the north sides of the Black and Caspian Seas, referred to as Kazaria back, th- back then, has changed to other modern states nowadays. And the allegation is, is that the king of Kazaria, um, had a, a lawless people and had a hard time ruling his people, and it was suggested to him by other uh, uh, kings, emperors, like, for instance, out of Russia, that he needs to adopt uh, one uniform religion like Christianity, uh, G- G- uh, Islam, or uh, 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 what do you, what's the proper name for, for the Jews? The Anyway, Judaism. Um, Judaism. And he decided on Judaism for various critical reasons. And so the allegation is, is that while there were um, actual Israelites that were residing uh, in Kazaria, the majority of the Kazarians were not, had no link, no link, zero link to the area known as Israel. Or, or to Judaism, but they converted to Judaism, and then they spread to the up into the you know to Europe, well, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, and are known uh, as, for instance, Ashkenazi uh, Jews. And and then it's the Ashkenazi Jews primarily that uh, that instigated, wanted, pushed for the the formation of the modern state of Israel and to move down there, even though they, technically speaking, had very little to none uh, legitimate uh, connection to uh, Jerusalem, the Mideast, Israel, but they went in and took it anyway. And, that, and, and so there's some food for thought. If people have any interest in researching those allegations and studying more on it, then you might understand better what's going on because uh, most people have really no awareness of what I just uh, alluded to or laid out. Yep. So I have some questions. Um, first off, I, yeah, I think that there's some, there's something to this, right? Like they cannot trace Ashkenazi Jews back genetically to Israel. They just can't do it. Um, and you wonder why can't these Jews name what tribe they're from in school? You know, when in Christian school, I learned that all the Jews know their tribe and, you know, none of my friends that are Jewish know any of that stuff. And their statements are, you know, hey, you know, we got kind of mixed up. We don't know anything about, uh, you know, our past and don't forget the pogroms and all that sort of thing. So all that's true. What's your explanation for Ashkenazi Jews having such a significant uh, IQ deviation from the mean? Well, that's a, it's just, uh, uh, to be crude about it, it's just breeding. I mean, we all, you know, white, white people in the north have light skin because they needed the sun. Black people have protection from the sun and curly hair protects from the sun. I mean, it's all because we stay in one place and we breed with one another, so we, de- we develop distinct traits. So if, if the allegation is accurate that people calling themselves Ashkenazi Jews have an higher intelligence, they have bred themselves to end up with a higher intelligence. Uh, congratulations to them. 
Well, thank you so much for the call, David. Um, it, it's interesting, and yeah, if you don't know what he was referring to, something at the beginning of the show was bringing up his whole thing about the Jews. 603-283-6160. You can call that number Saturday or go to freetalklive.com. Also, social.freetalklive is back up, and I think it's chat.freetalklive for the troll chat. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. 